kings and queens and in between sinners, saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another high and mighty episode of Yes, Jesus! Today's episode theme is the whole Bible is baked, bro. That's right. There's cannabis in the Bible, and we're going to find it because here at Yes, Jesus, we believe that God loves the fruits on the vine and the herbs of the field. The Bible is truly baked. I'm Danny Franzese, and as always, I'm here with my bestie. The very stoned Azariah Southwood. <laughs> yes, indeed. And we're going to get right into today's episode with... <laughs> now, in Poland, three queer activists were accused of desecration and offending religious freedoms because they put up posters of the Virgin Mary alongside a rainbow. The posters used rainbows as halos around the Virgin Mary and the baby Jesus. And all of this happened in the Polish city of Plock in 2019 to protest against anti-LGBTQ sentiments in Poland. Poland is a really terrible place for LGBTQ people. Now, mm-hmm. fast forward to now. Here's my fast forward sound. I'm making this with my own mouth. Okay. The Polish court ruled that it did not find evidence of a crime and stated that the activists were not motivated by the desire to offend anyone else's religious feelings. So the court cleared them on all charges. Good. I am happy to hear that the court cleared them on all charges. That sets a precedence which Poland needs because it is a scary place, like you said, Danny, for LGBTQ people right now. There are what's called LGBTQ-free zones throughout Poland right now, and they are being targeted by their government and using the church as a vehicle to advance that oppressive uh, laws and policies, the LGBTQ free zone specifically. Um, so this is good for Poland, the LGBTQ people of Poland, because this sets a precedence that needs to be set. And also, we need to work on other areas as well in Poland. But so we're praying for them. Oh, we're definitely praying for them. And now we can put rainbows around religious art. Yes! yes! Put a rainbow on my <laughs> butt, because it's holy. <laughs> okay, and now we're going to get to the praise report and prayer request. This is our time of the show where if you have something, a little extra to thank God for, we'll thank with you. And if you have a little something to ask God for, we'll ask with you. And uh, we're going to get right into mm-hmm. it uh, with our prayer request. This is from Jill. Hey, guys. So I wanted to use your help to spread information about motels that are not safe for anyone in a rainbow family or anyone who could be perceived as queer. In February, my trans friend and I stayed at a hotel in Wairika, California. I was wearing some rainbow stuff during the check-in, which seemed normal. And two hours later, our room phone rang and my friend answered it. Someone confirmed our room number and they asked us to confirm our identities or go to the lobby to, quote, Confirm that we are not gay. I thought my friend was joking. I thought these things didn't happen to us anymore. Not here, not in the US, and especially not in California. She dialed 911. I was scared that someone might hurt us as soon as we stepped outside. And when the police arrived, they spoke to the front desk and tried their best to at least help me get a refund. And the front desk refused. Later on, the general manager would refuse. Customer support couldn't help either. And the reasoning was anyone in the hotel network could have made that call. No one was there except for us and the guy at checkout. The lobby was empty and the parking the parking lot was dark. And unless someone was sitting in their car or staring out of their room window, there was no way that anyone could have known. It's 2021 and we had to leave a motel with a police escort for even being perceived as queer. It's 2021 and someone asked to confirm that, quote, we are not gay. 
It's 2021 and someone charged us money for a service and then refused to refund us when our lives were threatened because we are gay. I am so angry, but mainly I am scared. I'm scared for my LGBTQ plus family. I don't want this to ever happen to anyone again. So I'm asking you to share my story and please stay safe. Jill, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That's awful, isn't that, Azariah? That's terrible. But one thing we have to remember is that ignorance does not know what year it is. Ignorance, as we can see from history, will keep prevailing as long as people do not speak up and share your story. So, Jill, thank you for sharing the story. This must have been really scary to have lived through, and I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's why it's important that the Equality Act is passed, because public accommodations is covered under that. So, people like Jill can't go to this hotel in California where she is being denied or threatened or feel threatened. It's not okay. It's not okay. So, Jill, we're, we have... You know, I prayers. read something earlier this year online that said that every single gay person has been called a gay slur from a moving vehicle at some point, and every straight person should mm-hmm. know that. And I think that that is... I can tell you uh, We all have stories. Head, we yeah. all have stories. And I think that yeah. those are the things that make us stronger when people realize that that stuff is still going on and it still does happen. Um, that is when mm-hmm. change starts to be evoked. So really, thank you, Jill, for sharing your story. Uh, you're very brave, and um, we love you. Yeah. I also want to throw in a, a personal uh, prayer report, but also praise. Um, we, I asked everyone to pray for Alicia Brown. Um, she's someone that was a friend of mine when I lived in Nashville and part of the Christchurch community there. Uh, she you know, suffered from a brain aneurysm, was in a deep coma. Praise report is she's waking up. Wonderful. She's responding. Her, her eyes are moving. Amen. She's, you know, um, she's smiling. Um, so she's responding to the things that nurses are doing. So that's a praise report. But the prayer request is that she continues to heal. Um, and, and she's on a long journey here to recovery. But um, uh, that's my praise and prayer. Absolutely. Uh, but we also have a praise report from Justin. Uh, Justin says, I give thanks for a brand new calling to be the new pastor of a church in Madison, Wisconsin. And it's a welcoming church. It's been reconciling in Christ since 1997. I think we can do great work Ooh, together. That is so, lovely, Justin. Justin. That is great praise. Congratulations. In Jesus' name, God bless. That's awesome. Yes. I love hearing that. Well, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to come back with our favorite portion of the show, which is the scripture of the day. So stay tuned for this good news. <laughs> Hey kings, queens, in between sinners and saints, and I don't know if I is or if I ain't. Welcome to another episode of Yes Jesus. This is Jess Grace Garcia. No, Danny hasn't been canceled yet. He's just busy introducing my podcast, Lavender Mafia, that I host with my bestie, Jack Bates. And here at Yes Jesus, we believe you'll also love Lavender Mafia. Lavender Mafia is a conversational, sex positive, queer spirituality podcast. Hosted by a genderqueer, biracial, poly worship pastor and an Episcopalian, drag queen, theologian, and comedian. We love Yes Jesus as much as you do. And we think you'll also love Lavender Mafia. Okay, beautiful babes, now back to Azzy and Danny for the scripture of the day. And we're back with the scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. Oh, oh, oh. Scripture of the day. It's soul food. That's right. Welcome. It's the scripture of the day, and it comes from Psalm. Read it to us. Give it to us, Azzy. You got your bib on because I'm going to feed you right now. (laughs) Psalm 141, 2. Let my prayer be counted as incense before you and the lifting up of my hands as an evening sacrifice. Ah! Okay. So wait, 
This is a prayer about weed potentially in the Bible, okay? Let Mm -hmm. my prayer be counted as incense before you and the lifting up of my hands as an evening sacrifice. That's Mm -hmm. it. Because I... I know when I light mine in the evening, I want to lift up my hands and surrender. That's that's what that says to me. <laughs> when I lift up my hands in the evening, I surrender and you I know, light my hands. I was on Clubhouse, <laughs> which is the new app, Clubhouse, um, which is now only on iPhone. If you uh-huh. have iPhone, uh, get yourself some Clubhouse. And if you don't get ready for Clubhouse to be available everywhere soon, it is sort of like talk radio. It's like live panels. And I was in there with a bunch of people talking about the cannabis church, talking about that's was from all different, some of them weren't even gay affirming, but it was everyone that was in the room at the time was talking about cannabis being directly related to scripture and how to use it as a tool to get closer to God. That's so interesting. Um, I didn't know that, but now I do. And there are a few cannabis churches out there. We did a little search and found just a few. So there is the International Church of Cannabis in Denver, Colorado. The church has a flamboyant technicolor interior, complete with a huge weed sign, rows of pews to smoke on, and a neon rainbow mural on the ceiling. <laughs> Rainbows, so it's pretty queer place too. Yeah, maybe they can put some of that Polish rainbow art up in its church in Colorado. It might be better accepted there. There's also the jaw healing temple of the divine in big bear california (laughs) there's a great new york times article about the women who started the jaw healing service and she worked really hard to keep her service christian they aren't worshiping Mm -hmm. weed but they use it as an an agent of healing there is an uh, organization in texas called genesis 129 which is trying to use christian scripture to overturn texas's ban on weed well what does genesis 129 say genesis 129 says and god said behold i have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat which means consumption i think i love that that and god said behold they have given you every herb bearing seed which is on the face of the earth i want that on a hoodie um (laughs) maybe it'll end up in the yash jesus merch pile uh got a yash jesus (laughs) there are others too some of these churches have run into issues with the law uh who says that they're just setting up an unlicensed dispensary but they're not just offering smokes but a bible study worship programs and much like Many other churches all around the country, they're worshiping. Yeah, and these churches say that they see cannabis as a sacrament, a tangible ritual that connects people with God in some way. I love it. I think so. I mean, as an actor, I love to smoke before. I, like when I read a script, I read a script and then I smoke and read a script again. Mm-hmm. And it, it helps me get inside the text in a way that I wouldn't, that I would maybe be afraid of or use like worldly logic to not think of doing it in a certain way. And I mm-hmm. think that is what expands my mind when I read scripture. I love reading scripture stones. I mean, that's why we have big Bible studies. Yeah. This is the only way I know how to verbalize this right now uh, or communicate this is when I smoke, I feel a little bit closer to myself. Um, and that's, that's why I enjoy it. And I think the closer that you are to yourself, the closer that you are to God as well. So I, I get that. Um, it could be a sacrament. I, that makes sense. But cannabis, cannabis is also used a lot for healing, and that's why medical marijuana was legalized before recreational pot was. You know, I, I know that that's the truth. Um, um, 
my uh my mom is a big believer in like the cbd stuff with thc in it she's a broken hip right now and uses a cream that like she says is the only thing that helps her i know people that um use it uh to curb seizures use it to keep themselves uh, calm with anxiety mm-hmm. um there's so many uh, different uses yeah like even people with parkinson's disease it's um known to help them with their tremors you know my grandpa had parkinson's disease so i wish that that would have been a more acceptable form of treatment for him um it's it's it makes sense it makes sense it's a magic herb that that, you know god gave us you know but you might say that there is no cannabis in the bible and you might just be wrong Wrong. (laughs) the first piece of scriptural evidence comes from genesis 1 11 through 12 then god said let the earth put forth vegetation plants yielding seed and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it and it was so the earth brought forth vegetation plants yielding seed of every kind and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it and god saw that it was good god created the land and every vegetation on it and every kind of plant and every kind of seed and that has to in Include the cannabis seed, which grows naturally from the ground, and God called it good. That means it has to be good, right? Right? (laughs) Yeah, and you remember that organization called Genesis 129 that we just talked about? The one that says, that God says that he's giving people all the seed. So, that comes right after this part. The second argument is Ezekiel 34, verse 29. And it says, I will provide for them a splendid vegetation so that they shall no more be consumed with hunger in the land and no longer suffer the insults of the nations. What is this splendid vegetation in Ezekiel? Surely he can't be talking about squash or beets, right? I mean, those are splendid. (laughs) But when I think of splendid, I think of a soothing herb that relaxes me and calms my nerves. That is something splendid indeed. Yeah, but here's the thing. How is it going to... It says, so that they shall no more be consumed with hunger. When I smoke weed sometimes, it's when I get my hungriest. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of true. Maybe God means that they're gonna, you're going to smoke, and then you're going to eat all your munchies, and then you'll no longer be hungry. <laughs> there we go. I like it. Man of heaven. See, it's just interpretation. <laughs> it's just interpretation. <laughs> okay, if you don't believe us yet... What about the passage from Isaiah 18, verse 4 through 5? For thus the Lord said to me, I will quietly look from my dwelling like clear heat and sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is over and the flower becomes a ripening grape, he will cut off the shoots with pruning hooks and the spreading branches he will hew away. How oft! Have I also sat in my dwelling looking out? How oft? Like, how oft? Like a clear heat in sunshine or like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest? This describes me on a perfect Sunday afternoon. Oh, yes. And this one also combines the joy of wine, but also seems to be hinting at something a little more toasty. Toasty, bro. Yeah, man. No, I'm glad you mentioned it because... Our freaking Deacon Ross Murray tells us that it is the Hebrew term that is kene, kene, bosem, B-O-S-E-M, which is usually translated into English as fragrant cane or sweet calamus. This is the anointing oil that God commands Moses to make in Exodus. Fragrant cane sounds like a dope 
a strand of sativa. I'm just saying. Ooh, let's let's start our own. <laughs> Dude, would you like all we have left are the fragrant cane and the sweet calamus? Uh, which one? It's biblical, man. Both of them are 60. <laughs> what do you want? All right. <laughs> right so expensive all right uh in the book of exodus chapter 30 verse 23 through 25 take the finest spices of liquid myrrh 500 shekels and of sweet smelling cinnamon half as much that is 250 and 250 of rom- aromatic cane and 500 of cassia measured by the sanctuary shekel and a hin of olive oil, and you shall make of these a sacred anointing oil blended as by the perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. So oh my who gosh. knows? A Maybe hint, it wasn't the anointing oil. I know. A hint of olive oil? I clean my pipe with olive oil. <laughs> and so my weed yeah, actually... I do. So my weed actually has a hint of olive oil. That aromic cane. That's uh, <laughs> that's a chene bosem. And let's just say it slowly again. Chene bosem. I mean, what does that sound like? Chene. <laughs> what does it sound like? Say it again really slowly. Like cannabis sounds like cannabis oh, a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, like cannab cannabosem canna is canna. Like, you know? Oh, ca- yeah, okay, are we playing it together God. right now? My mind is blown, dude. Dude. Bro. Dude, hear me out, dude. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah. What if the cannabosem uh-huh. is cannabism? Whoa. Dude, (laughs) we have some research to back this up. Yeah, man. (laughs) That's that is really funny. I love that. Uh, Based on a little research, reading blogs on the topic, our freaking deacon Ross Murray found the Hebrew phase cannabisem. Cannabisem can be defined as an aromatic resonance reed plant and is descriptive of the cannabis plant an aromatic resonance reed plant cannabisem cannabis come on it's there in the bible y'all the word for cinnamon also comes from hebrew so it is possibly that cannabis is also of hebrew origin wait a minute what if it's Mm -hmm. a cinnamony weed and it's like and it's like cannabis plus cinnamon is cannabisem Mm. I had a drink yesterday oh. that was cinnamon toast crush, crunch. Dude, drink. I'm feeling cinnamon crisp, tunchy, <laughs> crunchy, toasty. Yes, pre-roll. <laughs> cinnamon toasty and crunchy, bro. <laughs> Cannabis was known and used in the Near East at the time of the Hebrew people. So There's probably a few other places where the stony person can find some passages or stories that really mm-hmm. resonate with them. There is Revelations, which is more like john is tripping on acid <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, that was not <laughs> what happened with him <laughs> i don't know but we should do a whole episode over revelation that book truly 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 is wild <laughs> as you know we do like our big bible stories here at yes jesus and we regularly light up one to dive into a story from scripture so mm-hmm. i guess we are also treating it like a sacrament yeah and if you are someone who does not partake in marijuana that's fine it's okay mom we want to respect your life and your choices yeah being um normcore and straight edge is cool (laughs) but in in the meantime find something else that brings you comfort and joy yeah like amy grant yeah you guys our tithe (laughs) love offering charity act of good today is 
As you know, marijuana is still illegal in many states. Thousands of people, mostly black and brown men, are finding themselves facing lengthy prison sentences because of minor marijuana possessions. So, while we are discussing weed church and doing our baked Bible stories, spend some time learning about the impacts of criminalization on marginalized communities in your state. Yeah, and lift some of those guys up for prayer, those guys and gals yeah. up for prayer that are in uh, jail from stupid marijuana charges. Um, let's do it right now. How about that? Uh, dear Lord, uh, we would like to pray right now for those who are still caught up in weed criminalization. Uh, we'd like to pray that you lift them up, that you, you give them hope, and that we hope that they'll come to justice one day, um, because there's no reason that people should be making countless, countless, countless dollars off of this when so many people are still serving time for it. And we'd also like to pray for Jill and her warnings about unsafe hotels and just unsafe spaces. We'd like you to cover our audience and cover our uh, LGBTQ family uh, with your love and with the promise of a rainbow that they'll have, they'll be safe. And we mm. will keep sharing those stories until we can uh, make the world understand that love is love. Um, we'd like to pray for Justin and his role um, and his calling as a new pastor. Uh, we just lift him up and just like let him totally fill those shoes and rise up to exactly who you want him to be. Mm-hmm. And we want to pray for LGBTQ activists in Poland. It's a tough space there right now, Lord, and we just need them to stay strong and because they are a safe space for so many people that don't have it. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to pray for weed churches and just lift them up. Um, anything that brings us closer to you is all right by me. Um, including Yash Jesus, a little, a little <laughs> digital weed church. Um, we thank you so much for allowing us to get together and have this time and feel so good in our own skin. Amen. Amen. Everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. You can now leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website, yasjesuspod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show, so drop us a line or send us a recording on yasjesuspod.com. <laughs> send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, your episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a sup, man, pass that joint. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and my bestie, Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Meredith Pauley. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bastilios, and Steve Michael. Keep praising the Lord, y'all.